0: You've entered the Networker Zone, the ultimate podcast for networkers in direct sales, network marketing, MLM, or any sales side hustle. You'll learn the skills for the how to and the mindset to make it work from the author of over 20 best selling books and over 25 years in the business. Here's your host, Keith Schreider. All right, today in the zone, we are talking about leading with the prospect. A lot of times, you hear people say you need to lead with the opportunity because everybody needs the opportunity, and we're not sure about the product or the service if they really need it. But if we leave with the opportunity, we're going to be good. Or a lot of times, and a lot of times, people say definitely lead with the product or service, it's comfortable. And it's so much easier to get new people started. And I call it a baiting question, but a lot of people that I interview, they say, well, definitely lead with the prospect, which I agree with 100%. But a lot of times we have to see what people are comfortable doing. Because if you're not comfortable saying certain things or doing certain activities, you're not gonna do any of it, or it's not gonna be sustainable. But the one thing that we definitely should not do Is forget about the prospect and just assume that they want our product or they want our service or they're even looking for an opportunity. As I'm recording this episode, it's in the month of September, and most of September and all of October is pretty much marching band activities for my daughter. And we love being able to be involved. And there are certain traditions that we do, and certain traditions that she loves. As with pretty much anybody in some sort of club activity, especially in athletics, they have traditions that they do. And one of the things that she loves, for some reason, is getting a Subway sandwich before their Friday football game. That's her dinner. That's what she enjoys. She doesn't want to deviate or do anything different. She knows how it's going to react in her stomach to be able to march for the next couple hours and hold those ridiculously heavy tenor drums that she has. That's just her thing. And yes, I know Subway is not the healthiest thing and it's healthier than some and not as healthy as making it at home. That's just her thing. Most of the time we eat pretty clean, but Friday nights, she wants a Subway sandwich. No big deal. I'm good with it. It's only a couple bucks anyways. And if you've ever been to a Subway sandwich, especially here in the US, it's pretty standard. You go in, they ask what kind of sandwich you want. What do you want in it? Any additions? And you're pretty much in and out of there easy. You go in for a sandwich, you walk out with a sandwich and a bunch of other things if you're into it, and the sale is made. But more importantly, what doesn't happen when I walk into a Subway sandwich location, they don't say, hold on, before I make your sandwich, do you know that we have franchise opportunities available? The timing's right. There's only 17 within a 15-minute area You could be on the ground floor, kind of mid-floor, maybe bottom level-ish of the opportunity because there's probably going to be like 34 locations eventually in the suburbs here. And you need to take a look at this video before you purchase your sandwich. Now, obviously, that's an exaggerated example, but we have to think, how many times have we done this? We get all excited because we have a customer, but we know that They'd be really good at our business, and we want to let them know, no, don't worry about it. Get the sale, because that's where they're at right now. And sometimes you can even briefly mention it, and I'll give you some words that you can use right away. In fact, Subway used to, I'm not even sure if they do, because I never really even checked my daughter's order, but they used to even have it printed on their napkins, franchise opportunities available. So they kind of let you know, and pretty much everybody knows that they're a franchise. Yes we can let them know but we don't really need to be pushing it if they're not into it right now So the big question is how do we know if they're more interested in the product or service or how do we know if they're more interested in the opportunity? Well the big thing is how did you leave the conversation How did you start the conversation how did what questions did you ask what's your icebreaker what rapport building skills are you doing some of those basic four core skills and if you don't know the four core skills, I'll put a link at the bottom of the episode, so you have some resources, including some free resources. So don't worry, it's not an infomercial for a book series. But if we're constantly asking questions and constantly focusing on our prospect instead of trying to figure out what can I say next, instead we should be asking ourselves, what can we ask next, then we'll know. Or if we started our icebreaker with the opportunity and we kind of mentioned about our product that they say, whoa, wait a sec, I know a lot of people that could use this product, including myself, so we can kind of mention both. But it's all about leading with the prospect. And how do we do it? Simply by asking more questions, having a conversation, not just some sort of, ooh, what can I say next to impress them? It's no, what can I ask next to see if this is a fit, if this product, this service, this opportunity is a fix for them. So here's a formula that you can use if you tend to go the safer route. If you tend to just talk about your product or service because that's the safer way to go. And, and by the way, that's 100% okay because a lot of times you have to do what's most comfortable for you. And then when you get the confidence, get a little bit additional skills, then you can kind of start off with the opportunity and more importantly, then start off with leading with the prospect. But let's say you have someone that's really interested in your product or service. Here is the formula if they're ready to purchase a product or service, you can ask them some simple questions. Uh, I'm just curious, how many contacts do you have on your cell phone? Or you could lead with, I'm just curious, how many contacts do you have in your social media profiles? Now, most of the time, they'll say a couple hundred, a couple thousand, they'll say a large amount. And then you ask another question. I'm just curious, out of all those contacts, approximately how many would want the same benefits? of the service. Now that's the formula, but how it sounds in real life is I'm just curious out of all of these contacts, approximately how many would want to save money on their electricity or save money on their cell phone bill or want to lose weight without dieting or want to look 10 years younger. So whatever the benefit of your product or service, you just pretty much slap that in there. And they'll probably say oh about half of them or a big percent. Either way, we're asking questions, you're winning. And here's an optional question that when you feel comfortable, it's a really good question to ask. And it's, again, a formula. So you have to figure out what words work best for you and say, well, how many would thank you for helping them? Or how many people do you think would thank you if you let them at least know that it, this exists? And the last question, because you've only asked two or three questions, say, would it be okay if you received a payment every single time they purchase? Now, I like using the term every single time. So it's not like this one-time sale that you see with a lot of these online affiliate commission things. This is a business. And we get paid every single time they purchase, which is awesome. So that's my phrase. You could use any phrase that works best for you. You could even say, would you be okay if you received a payment if they purchased? Do what is comfortable for you. Again, I'll put a link for some free resources so you can kind of learn a little bit more about the four core skills. But more importantly, put this into action. Write down these four say, what would I be comfortable saying? Do those four questions sound like me? Or should I use a little bit different terminology? Should I tweak it just a little bit to make it work? And if you've heard at least 10 podcast episodes from me, you probably know that I'm going to be referencing the icebreakers episode, which is episode number two. This episode will give you formulas that you can use right away for free. And the most important part is to practice them. Practice them with your upline. Practice them with your spouse. Practice them in front of a mirror. As much as we love accumulating skills, it doesn't work unless we practice them, unless we put them into action, unless we implement them. And don't forget to ask questions, share your success, give feedback, ask for feedback in the Network Marketing Questions Facebook group page. If you know anybody that could benefit from this information, please share it with them. And of course, leave a rating and review if your podcast app lets you. But more importantly, looking forward to sharing another episode next week. Thanks for visiting the Networker Zone. To get awesome networking tips delivered directly to your inbox, or for more information about books, audiobooks, online training, including Zooms and masterclasses, make sure and visit BigAlBooks.com.